Hey everybody, welcome to Journey of the Roadrunner. I'm Paul Stressner, Rhode Islander on the journey to run a race in all 50 states. Joining me is my friend and personal trainer, Adriana Ferns, and together we strive to inspire you to live a healthier, happier life by exploring the transformative power of running, both physical and mental wellness, as well as personal growth. Our podcast covers a wide range of topics, including fitness, nutrition, mindfulness, and self-improvement. We invite a diverse range of guests to share their insights, including authors, podcasters, athletes, and individuals who are making a difference in Rhode Island. Journey of the Roadrunner aims to inform, entertain, and motivate our listeners to embark on their own journeys towards optimal health and well-being. Now let's get the show on the road. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Journey of the Roadrunners. Paul here. And Adriana. We should say um, um, Adriana, author of the the book, <laughs> Fitness for yes. Freedom. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. maybe we should need, we need to um, you know, fix up the opening to add that now that you're official published author I know the I'm, word like, out. Yeah. I'm a real author now <laughs> and if people listen somehow um listen to this in the future they can go back and get your book that's true it's available now on Amazon yep <laughs> yeah and uh and she's gonna sell it at Inkfish in uh Warren at the bookstore oh awesome yeah so I wanted to make that announcement too she I gave her I gave her a copy signed for herself I gave her two copies and I just said you know if if People, if they sell, let me know and I'll give you some more. So she was more than happy. She's awesome. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah, that's I love news. her. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So oh, that I was. I didn't bring it in the office with me. I have, um, I have the, I got the hard copy of the book too. <laughs> I got, I know I got to sign yours. Well, you're coming to the book launch party, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. That, that I was going to mention that too. If you, if you want to announce your. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I party. mean, um, you know, if anyone does want to come, they can obviously reach out. Um, it's October 21st. It's a Saturday and it's at, um, 5 PM at La Pinata in Warren, Rhode Island. Um, my friends actually were like, Hey, we're going to throw you a book launch party. I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, you have to have a book launch party. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Somehow I didn't even think of that. I know. What's uh, uh, crystals? <laughs> you know, I guess. <laughs> It's almost surreal when you write a book, right? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, and I, I was sitting, I just talked to the girl um, who teaches, I'll give a shout out to the Love Offensive uh, Hot Power Yoga in Providence, Tara Morris. She's awesome. Um, she's writing a book and I just let her know. I'm like, dude, let me know if you need like any advice. Cause I waited a long time to publish it. And another shout out to Kate Champion who lit a fire under my ass. She's like, this book has to get out there. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it's all awesome. I, I feel like I'm surrounded by a lot of awesome people. I, it's funny. I journal and I just bought a gratitude journal because I'm like, I journal a lot. Usually if I'm like upset or like I track my period, like none of these things are positive. <laughs> I mean, the period <laughs> tracking, I, I guess is positive. So I'm like, maybe I should like actually journal like things that are great, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like a lot of times when you journal, it's cause you're going through something, at least personally, that's how I am. You know, um, I don't necessarily uh, like it's, it's, you know, I track pain. I track things that are going on in my life, but not so much everything that I'm grateful for. So I started, now I have two journals in the morning that I do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, it is, there's a lot of people I'm grateful for and including you, Paul, obviously yeah. without saying, <laughs> goes without saying. It. Yeah. <laughs> now I said it just so you know. Um, 
Yeah. So speaking of uh, grateful, I am uh, grateful that you did the Tunnel of the Towers. My dad was a firefighter in Providence. So uh, can you tell yeah. us a little bit about that race? Because I'm dying to hear about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can tell a lot about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this was my um, my third time doing it. It's like the first since the pandemic. So the first time I did it was in 2018. And that was like state number 10. And then I did it in 2019. And then we all know what happened in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, I loved that race so much that I wanted to do it like every chance I could. And then we did the, um, uh, oh no, I forgot the name of that obstacle course race, Rugged Maniac. Oh, the Rugged Maniac. Yeah. Yeah. And it happened, the Rugged Maniac in Massachusetts, it falls on the day before the Tunnel to Towers every year. It's the Tunnel to Towers is always the, last Sunday of September. So, um, yeah. Cause you it, came in, uh, you came to the rugged maniac, didn't you after that or before it, like you did it, didn't you do them back to back a couple years no, ago? No. Oh, all right. For some <laughs> reason I thought you did. No. Cause, um, yeah, I did the last one. I went to New York was 2019 and then, okay. Th then when everything opened up, then I did the rugged maniac. And that first one is what I, um, fractured my shoulder socket before I could even yeah. get to an obstacle. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> so then I was like, fuck that. I'm going to do the total showers every year now. I'm not doing obstacle course races anymore. And then like five minutes later, I'm going to kick this <laughs> this racist ass next year. So then the following year, I did the Rugged Maniac. And now this year, I'm back at New York now that I conquered the obstacle course race. And you really, uh, you did the obstacle course race, but you did a great job on that one. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun when uh, you don't get hurt. <laughs> yeah, they, they're they're way more fun when you don't get hurt. They are much more fun. That that is the facts. <laughs> I wonder the how it, statement. I wonder how it would it was um this year because it rained the entire yeah, weekend. Yeah, it's funny. I signed up for the elite heat. Right, it was only thirty nine dollars because if you do it, they give you like a super discount the following year. Uh -huh. But then I was like, I can't do it because I'm training for Movnat, and I'm like. I'm training for my level two and there's a lot of like vigorous training for my upper body. And I'm like, I am not risking getting hurt. I sprained my ankle. Um, everyone knows that I think. And, uh, I can't play soccer and like, I probably could just brace it and play, but like same, the same thing with the rugged maniac. I'm like, it's not worth me risking. Like I'm focused. This is like, you know, when you're hyper focused on something, it's like, you know, if you're going to do one race or one thing, you got to be prepared to not do another just in case. So it's like, I already, yeah. I really want the move Nat. So I ended up not doing the rugged maniac. It's just a donation. I look at it that way. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you still donate to the cause, which is great. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. So I'll get into the New York experience. Yeah. Um, first I, um, booked a Airbnb. It's, um, called Sonder. It's in the Tribeca area. It's not that far from the world trade center. And wow. what an amazing place. And it wasn't that expensive. Um, I want to say it was like $500 for the whole weekend. And this is in downtown Manhattan. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that isn't bad. Yeah. And uh, they were so nice when I um, when I first booked. And they contacted me right away. And then I was asking about um, parking. But they don't have parking, but they got parking garages around. And they told me about this app. So if anybody's going to drive to New York. There's this app called um oh shoot. I can't read my writing. 
<laughs> I got That's the app awesome. one second. There's this app called I can't read. I can't read it. <laughs> By the way, Paul has a master's in writing. <laughs> Just put that out there. <laughs> Oh, Spot Hero. I thought that's what that said. I thought it was weird. Yeah, it's called Spot Hero. <laughs> and, and it finds, you put in like around the area where you want to park and it finds like the best deals for you. And then you prepay and everything. So oh, it's like cool. no hassle. And I found this garage that was like literally the next block over from where I was staying. Oh, that's cool. So that's cool. Of course, it it didn't help that um. Yeah, I had my luggage. Like I had a couple of things of luggage I was dragging around and my GPS little did I know was getting all wonky. And I probably walked by the place about two or three times before <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> but you go, they um there's like a code that's like a keypad code. So you don't even have to worry about keys or anything. But um the people at the front desk like beat me in before I could even put in the code. And they were so nice. And I was able to I was there early. And um, they have lockers there where you can store your luggage while you're waiting for your room to be ready because you can't check in until four o'clock. And um, they actually let me check in at three thirty, so that was nice. So uh, yeah, so that aces for Sonder. I highly recommend nice. that. Yeah, last time I stayed at an incredible place. It had like um two huge bedrooms. I had like two full baths and everything, and it was like um four. I looked at my receipt. It was like four hundred and something dollars. So. Um, I and looked that at was it in again. Yeah, and that was like a thousand dollars. Wow! <laughs> and, and the um, I had an email because I gave him a great review because it was an incredible place. And um, the guy that worked there, he sent me an email telling me to let him know next time I go, and then he'll give me a a like a even better price with a bigger room and everything. So I emailed, and then I got it rejected because he's not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess you're not getting that room for that price <laughs> yeah so i found the saunders so it's like a, it was like a it was like really small it's like smaller than like a hotel room but it was just me so it was fit it was just like one like a bedroom and a okay. bathroom like a lot of airbnbs you get full that was another thing so the place had a full kitchen this didn't have a kitchen it just had a, a refrigerator not even a microwave or anything Oh wow! But but it was like at a great location. The restaurants all over the place over there. So yeah, and you're gonna go out to eat. I mean, you're only there yeah. a couple of days. You're not gonna really be cooking in your room. Yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. Another thing I should point out: it rained the whole entire weekend. Like, How was was it warm or was it like cold rain? Uh, medium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, was, when you're running, it's not so bad. Yeah, yeah. But there's I went to um, Target to get some water. It was wasn't that. It was probably like a few blocks away, and um, it downpoured when I was walking back with the water, oh. and then like, and then like when I got in my room, I I had like the chills from being all. Oh, that sucks. Wet to the bone, yeah. So what happened was like I I went in, and I put my stuff in the locker, and then I did the packet pickup at the Conrad Hotel. Talk about fancy! It would probably um cost me like a whole like month or two paycheck of. <laughs> to, to, to stay, stay for, for a weekend yeah exactly yeah <laughs> like yeah that, that it's really smooth checking in and getting your number and then they were selling other shirts and i'm wearing i see your right hat now. yeah yeah i see your hat you gotta tell everyone what it looks like because uh yeah it has like the tunnel to towers logo on it it's a blue hat and then it has like 
under it's the cool brim. Looking. Yeah, under the brim, it has like the American flag, and then it has, I like, saw a... that <laughs> when you were moving. I, I yeah. thought that I was like, is that the flag? That's a fancy hat. Every yeah. for you viewers who can't see Paul, he's got he is styling. <laughs> yeah, so I did that, and then um, yeah, I don't remember what I ate that. Oh, there was a um, like a, a Turkish um, Mediterranean restaurant, like basically underneath the hotel where I was at the Airbnb where I was. So I had that and I got uh had eggplant salad. And so then they asked if I wanted sauce on it. I said yeah. And then um then when I started eating it, it I was expecting it to be um warm because I expected it to be hot the way it looked. It looked like a pasta dish almost, but it was cold. Oh <laughs> Was it good? Yeah, once I got got used to the idea that it was like, oh, yeah, this is a salad. So I guess it's supposed to be cold. Yeah, <laughs> but I I feel like sometimes warm things. I like warm things on salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like too, the yeah. fall salads, they put like the butternut squash. It's warm and like yeah, you know, some warm stuff because it's cold out. Yeah, you know what? I have I have like salad like almost every day, and like I'll do like um grilled chicken and my pup yeah sometimes warm. yeah i cook the chicken ahead of time sometimes and then um well yeah if it's if i'm doing like leftover chicken then i'll heat it up and put it on there yeah so, like my yeah. beets i like the beets to be warm too yeah so different beets. but i figure I'll, I'll eat something healthy uh, yeah yeah well, <laughs> it was good though yeah that's good it's yeah. uh, the turkish people didn't get the memo to warm up their eggplant <laughs> that's what that's what that that's what that's about they didn't talk to the italians down the street <laughs> yeah no kidding. like th this is a warm dish please <laughs> don't mess up the culture <laughs> but it was sad because i it was like raining like non-stop yeah. really steady so i didn't get to explore like I wanted to so I just like stayed in for the night it's rained like every weekend in New England for anyone who's listening yeah. in a different area in the country it's rained like every weekend in New England this summer it's really been yeah. a downer yeah so that, that was kind of tough but then, did they um, have umbrellas at your hotel uh, they <laughs> they had like umbrellas that you can use but um they were all gone when I got there oh. <laughs> yeah usually I feel like hotels usually have like umbrellas you can just they have them at like the door when it's raining out right yep yeah well, yeah they, they had like a, they had a big thing um uh like a rack that had a sign so that you can use the umbrellas there in the locker room and then um they were and then i said oh umbrellas and then the girl said oh no we're all out oh that sucks <laughs> of course because it was like raining nonstop. so yeah that was there probably got one yeah and it weren't that it was because it was so crappy out there weren't that many people walking around either because usually okay. when, when it's busy out I don't know if you've ever been to Manhattan when it's been raining. Yeah, but like when you, have been... um, when you have an umbrella, like you're like banging into everybody else's umbrella. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like that city's like a sardine can, man. Yeah, but it was actually um, empty this time, so it would have been perfect to use an umbrella. But yeah, like... <laughs> next time you better bring an umbrella, Paul. You got to be more prepared. <laughs> yeah, I have my jacket with the hood, but that got soaked through. Yeah, you know what I always carry with me? They have them at Job Lot. A, a dollar poncho oh uh, yeah like you always gotta have the dollar poncho because <laughs> it's like a trash bag with the hood basically yeah you know what i think i have i have some too i always keep so one when i, I travel because mm. you never know yeah because i did have i did have my um like my rain jacket for um the race it was you know it's for running and stuff yeah but um yes because yeah so then the, like the next morning i think the um you have to take the ferry over 
see it's like somewhere it's close to wall street and then you get on the ferry and then it goes over to brooklyn so okay. uh, i think the ferry started at like six o'clock and you had to be on the last one was like at 7 30 so i got there pretty close to six o'clock and there was no waves i got like right on the boat it was like perfect timing it was raining out so that was sad because the um past couple of times you see the Brooklyn Bridge and then the, you see the sunrise going over the Brooklyn Bridge and everything, but this time it was just raining. So <laughs> and we were close, got close to the Statue of Liberty too. I don't remember oh, being cool. that close to it when we were going over there because we might have taken like a wider berth because it looked like there was a cruise ship that was in. So so you got to see a lot yeah. over there. That's so cool. And then, so were uh, there a lot of people at this race? Yeah, I think there were like 30,000. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. That is a big race. <laughs> See, you get off of the ferry and then, um, you know, then, you know, people that didn't get their numbers yet, you can check in and it's over at um, an Ikea and it has a huge parking garage and everything. But the past couple of years I went, they opened up the Ikea for the runners and the, there's like a, like a big like cafeteria area. There's like a whole bunch of different restaurants inside there. So you can have like breakfast, you can have your oatmeal, whatever you normally eat before a race. But it wasn't open <laughs> this year. That's weird. And IKEA is like a, a friggin' mall, huh? Yeah, yes, yeah, huge. Yeah, especially you know New York, everything's gonna be bigger there. So yeah. yeah. But um, and like I was like I was getting hangry, and like a lot of people like um, I went over to the doors, and like the, a bunch of other people were over there expecting it to be open too <laughs> yeah that's weird <laughs> and like, how much oh. money are they losing i mean everyone from the race is probably going over there to get a snack or like coffee or like spectators yeah. waiting for their friends and family yeah exactly like you you pay for the food it's not like they just giving it to you so they'd be making money on that so right. I, don't know, I, I don't know what was up with that this year and then um so then i um put in like on um, cafes in my gps and then i stumbled upon this small place i want to give a shout out to fnm cafe and restaurant it's like a small cafe and they probably made more business in that one day than they make all year yeah <laughs> especially i mean let's face it if they're not like you everyone went to ikea thinking that's what was going to be that's what was happening and no like yeah <laughs> like if there's like local people they they probably like ate before they left but the race didn't start until um, 9 30 and then you okay. run and everything so so it would have been like another four hours before i like ate anything and you're running so that's not good not having any fuel so <laughs> that was kind of messed up and the, yeah so i i was so i was kind of mad about that i was like oh i'm gonna give this race a bad review but <laughs> they made up for it <laughs> so find out but yeah that that um yeah, it was like a small, tiny cafe, so we're all like crowded in there, and um, sounds cool. I got my um, I just got, I think I ordered like a egg and cheese on a a bagel, but I don't know. With so many people there, they gave me some other sandwich. I think it was like on, on a croissant. I don't know what kind of meat was in there, but and I got my coffee. Oh, they totally screwed it up. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> gave me nice. the Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, well, so funny. <laughs> well, you got some marked. houses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They got mine. Well, like so. you said, they probably aren't used to that, like that vo that much volume. And if the IKEA is always the one taking the business, they probably yeah. get the overflow, but never that yeah. many people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the coffee is so fucking good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> and then, um, 
Yeah, then um, I walked over to, you know, the start line. This since the race is so big, there's all these different queues, and because I was a runner with a time chip, I um was in section A, so I was like all the way like in the front area, and um they do like a pre like a pre race thing um they got like big screens up it's like a big deal <laughs> i think they i think they air it on tv over there too and um yeah so it's like an open ceremony type of thing um joe piscopo does is like the mc every year he's so awesome i yeah i used to watch him on saturday night live when i was a kid are you familiar oh, that's, with him that's awesome yeah yeah because he's from i think he's from jersey and then you sing um he sings like he sounds just like Frank Sinatra. So he does like the songs, and then some people are speaking. The uh, the great fabulous Rudy Giuliani was there. <laughs> <laughs> so have you seen um what's uh Borat? Oh God, Rudy uh, Giuliani is so great. So the, it's you got to watch it. It's like literally they set Rudy Giuliani up with this like girl, and they they make this like this hidden th compartment in the closet of the hotel room and he's trying and the girl's like 19 or allegedly and he's tr he's trying to like he's unzipping his pants and they're filming it of him trying to like assault her oh yeah God. it's it's in the movie <laughs> like they got in a lot of trouble they got like kicked out of the hotel and you gotta watch it it's and he's so fucking gross like yeah. that's like the whole trump posse like these like yes. like don't let me go get going about it but yeah he's <laughs> he's a piece of shit that guy yeah 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 he just like had that one moment of glory after um 9-11 like rally yeah. in the city he didn't even do anything like that's it you didn't do anything yeah maybe yeah we were like all like it's such such um like shock and everything and yeah right <laughs> so it's like oh really <laughs> it kind of <laughs> with especially with everything going on now that kind of puts a damper on it but yeah oh uh, yeah so um what was your it. time did you do good oh i don't i don't even know what my time was what <laughs> i didn't I, I should go back and look actually this I, is important information for the <laughs> podcast Paul. yeah i actually felt like i did better like i i ran most of the time when you start off you start you just go around the corner and then you go like right into the tunnel like yeah almost right away i feel like the tunnel might be like I was thinking it was a mile, but it might be like a mile and a half because once you get out, it doesn't seem like there's that much further. Did it seem really far? Yeah, this time it did. Well, when you start off, you're like going downhill and then um, then you go uphill <laughs> when, you, when you're coming out. But um, they play all music and everything. And there's just like an amazing energy with all the runners. Yeah, you know, I bet. In there. And it was dry in there. <laughs> <laughs> but um when i got out by the time like i got out of the tunnel it kind of like the rain actually let up a little bit you know for people that aren't familiar when you come out of the battery tunnel there's um police lined up all on one side of the road and uh, firefighters on the other side on the left side of the road and the firefighters are all um, like at attention holding the american flag and the the police officers are each holding up like a huge banner Probably that would go from like the ground up to the middle of their chest, and oh, it's it, has, so cool. has, it has a picture of um each person that died on nine eleven, wow. the firefighters and police officers, 
and it's like kind of like yeah it's when you first come out it's kind of like quiet it really like hits you oh like, i bet i would have been crying before yeah and then um and then once you get by like the police officers then it has like um all uh this is kind of new they did it the last time but now it was even more people's rotc kids and each of them are like holding like a sign to have like um picture pictures of um and have like four pictures each on the their banners of the people that died and um <laughs> the kids like made it so excited they they cheer you on you slap five they get so excited oh that's awesome yeah and then um and then because you know rotc it's like for the like you know kids that are like want to be in the military and then I, I was wearing my um desert storm veteran hat so then they see that it was like military so they get all excited oh that's cool <laughs> yeah kind of like filled my heart up yeah yeah because <laughs> it's like they're like you know the, just the energy that they gave it just you could tell that they like looked up to me just you know yeah because I'm older and a veteran and, you're a hero yeah yeah oh yeah there, this is all one one little girl, she was like wearing her job, and when I was like running by, she was jumping up and down, all excited, slapping me five. When I slapped her five, she got like even more excited. It's just like That's the, so it's just like the innocence that yeah. was like incredible. And then um, that went like almost the whole rest of the way, and then then it was just by the time you got to the end of that, it was only like two blocks left for the end of the race, so it goes by really fast. That's awesome. So so like well, because you see. A- I feel like with all the people and like stuff cheering you on, it, that always makes a race like you're, it's over before you know it just because there's so much going on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like totally um, like Boston Marathon, New York Marathon vibes. And it's only a 5K. But yeah, it's but like, that's that, like that type of energy. <laughs> that 5K is a big, a big deal. And yeah. not that all of them aren't, but that's like that was huge. Yeah. And I should also point out, like, um, talk about the Tunnel to Towers while we're on this whole point of the thing. They yeah. um, built, I think that, yeah, they're over 1,000 smart homes they've um, built for, you know, veterans, mortgage-free. Wow. So, so and, and it really hit me because, you know, the these, um, the government, they have no problem, like, sending people off to war. And then when something happens to them, they don't do jack shit when you get back. So you depend on, you know, they have they send you off, they come back all damaged and everything, and then they're done with you. They don't do anything. So, yeah, so this, like, organization, yeah. it's like the people that are stepping up, not these, um, <laughs> not these fucking politicians. No, they don't even get me going on that. They, yeah. they shall be fired. They don't do their jobs. They should be fired. That's like shutting down government, not giving people, uh, there's like, isn't there like a general right now getting ready to oh, retire yeah. and he can't? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah, like, yeah there's people that are uh, waiting for promotions that they, you know, because then when they get promoted they'll be getting stationed somewhere else but it's like all up in the air and he's right. like it, yeah it's not like we're missing like all these military people he's like putting the the country in danger yeah for yeah. some political lies and bullshit right it's, it's, it's ridiculous the fucking children yeah they it, they shall be fired yeah I don't well know it's how good that 
that that uh people were doing stuff uh around the tunnels to towers i mean because it does take like more private citizens and things like that i feel to do mm-hmm. these things yep yep so like i said they do the smart hosts for these veterans and like um sometimes like before the races start and then they got that big screen they um showed a woman that lost both of her legs and stuff and then you know she got the smart home and um and they're also and they also um pay off the mortgages of the families that have like lost their spouse in battle and stuff and um that's really nice you know so you know they were already going through a lot and now they you know at least now they don't have to worry about paying a mortgage getting like an income and everything right and then I don't know if this is new, but I just found out now. Now they're um they're building homes for um homeless veterans. So that's incredible too. That's that, yeah, another, that's that's another huge problem is the homelessness. Again, they send you out, but you know, right. Let's give tax breaks to the billionaires and shit instead of um, corporations. Yeah, yeah. It's, instead of like people that put their lives on their on the line, they yeah. don't care. You're just a number to them. Yeah. Yeah you know so, so just the fact that you know this organization is doing that it's incredible uh but anyway like because i was at i never like sat down the whole time because from you know from the time i walked over to the the dock and everything so like my back was killing me because I was on my feet for like over four hours at this point. And yeah, were... you came into your session and you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But or they, actually they... it was Movnat and uh, you were like, my back. Well, I think, you know, sitting to travel and then standing all that time. It's kind of a combo probably. Yeah, no, it was, it was hurting like right away, like that day on Sunday from being on my feet the whole time. Oh. Yeah. I was even like, even when I was standing waiting for the race to start, I was like stretching, moving, like, yeah, doing all kinds of stretches, trying to alleviate it, but yeah, it was just like too much for my back. So I ended up um. Then they, I saw, um, I'm holding up a sign for massage. So I ended up doing that, and then um, when I was um in line, I was getting close to the line, and then they have like a huge stage set up at the end of the street with they um have like a big concert at the end, so. Right when I got to the front, then all of a sudden I, the band was, came on, and then the first song they were playing was "Separate Ways" by Journey. <laughs> and I I've heard um you know a lot of covers of that, but this was like next level. This was like great. And then after that song, then the lead singer introduced himself. It was um Jason Chef, and he used to be um the lead singer of Chicago. Like after Peter Cetera left, if people are familiar with that, and then, um. Paul's 80s jams. Yeah. It, what it was is um this is band on um, Generation Radio that I love. And it was them. He's the lead singer. The um there's Jay DeMarcus from um, Rascal Flats. Oh, and wow. um he wasn't there, but the the drummer Dean Castronovo, he's the drummer for Journey. And he sounds a lot like Steve Perry. He's their drummer, but I think he's out on tour with Journey, so he wasn't there this time. But that that would explain like the playlist with the Journey music. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was not expecting them. So I knew Lady A was like the headliner. I wasn't expecting them. So this was like incredible. Of course, they were playing all my 80s hits. They played like all the Chicago, played some, a couple of Rascal Flat songs and um, 
yeah, they started with separate ways. Um, oh, they did Here I Go Again by White oh. Snake. <laughs> oh, you must then, have been in your glory, dude. Oh, yeah. The, so I went over there as soon as my massage was over. Then um, they ended up closing out with Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, then they do, like, after that, they do, like, a little ceremony telling about that's how I found out that they built the all the homes and everything. I found out about the homeless veterans. Oh, that's then, so cool. Then there's this um singer there. He has a, I can't remember his name, but um he has like a really good voice and um like almost like an opera type of thing. And um he was singing the song from Les Mis, um Bring Him Home. I don't know if you're familiar with that. No. I put a sound clip from that. It's like a beautiful song. he was singing then all like the firefighters and police officers they were like marching towards the stage all holding american flags and it's like really emotional oh i would have been crying my eyes out yeah even though i sound like a tough person i'm very (laughs) much a baby and i cry over everything yeah i know i'm like getting um i'm getting like choked up just thinking about it talking about it (laughs) and i feel like it gets worse when you get older yeah yeah because you're like, like more sensitive you're more aware yeah yeah that's probably it too because i'm like am i just becoming a total baby or am i not getting <laughs> enough sleep i'm just way more emotional than i was when i was young <laughs> well it's just like for being an empath and everything you really feel yeah. it because you know it's like you remember these actually these are actual you know they're not numbers they're real people yeah families everything that died on that day right. yeah and you're in it like everyone's mm-hmm. there and yeah mm-hmm. i, I would have been Bowling. I want to do it with you. I, I'm hoping next year I can do it with you because I, I have no other. I'm not going to do anything uh, that I have planned big next year at this time yet. Mm-hmm. And I really would like to at least do it once, you know, just because my dad yeah. is a firefighter, too. And I it just it feels like it would honor him. Yeah, there's a lot of firefighters there, too. And they a lot of them wear their. Um, I was going to say, gear. maybe I'll wear, wear the gear. It'll be a bitch, but. <laughs> Or maybe just the jacket and the helmet, not the pants and the boots. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, because some of them had uh, running shoes on. Yeah, I don't stuff, think I'd so. be, those boots are too big for me. Yeah, yeah. So that's um, awesome. Yeah, and then um, I was all excited about Generation Radio because that's my jam. That's like my music. And then um, Lady A came on and they fucking killed it. They were oh, so that's incredible. Awesome. It was like seeing a show at like... Um, Great Woods or Gillette Stadium, and they had like the the screen behind them. It's like this. It was like their concert set. Like they would like you know, it was like a real concert. <laughs> yes. And um, they yeah, I, I used to listen to them when they first came out, like the late aughts, you know, early twenty tens. Well, they're still putting. I think they just had an album out. This might be why they were there, and um, they're big signature hit is this song on Need You Now. So they were closing out with that. It's a quarter after one. I'm all alone and I need you now. 
yeah and they, I know do, <laughs> and they were doing the and then um when they did the chorus the whole entire everybody there was singing and it was like deafening that they were like <laughs> like I could hardly hear the band I, it was like incredible and you could tell that, that awesome. the, you could tell that the band was like affected by it you could just like feel it and see it in their eyes and they're like whoa and so then they finished it and then they then they had like the audience do the the chorus again like acapella without playing the music and everything and it was like so loud it was incredible that is then, awesome then they did one more verse you could tell that was like unplanned but they were just so moved by it that is really cool yeah it moved you know just moved by the whole experience you know the tunnel to tower so yep and then that was it and then everybody <laughs> everybody gets out of there but um yeah they have um a lot of because it, it was raining there was like a lot of the little um what do you call it not shops you know they you know they set up and sell merchandise and everything a lot of those you know they didn't have a lot of that they had the food like burgers and hot dogs that got wet <laughs> but yeah once it was done that it kind of cleared out quick so then i went back to my hotel and i probably fell asleep and took a nap i think <laughs> Yeah, I mean, between the race, the rain, and the emotions, yeah, I would have taken a killer nap after that. Yeah, and then I went to this um, awesome restaurant. It's called uh, 1803 NYC. Um, it's like a Creole restaurant. It's like kind of like New Orleans. Okay. That was awesome. Um, yes, yeah, and all the places like right around the corner. It was so nice. Yeah. Um, I got my gumbo and jambalaya <laughs> they, they played like the cajun music and they're so cool but um i want to say it was like it's probably like five o'clock when i got there so i'm like oh yeah i probably have a hard time getting in it's like um it was on a sunday so you know all the football games are on so i figured all these places would be packed but there was like like five people in there when i went in there <laughs> <laughs> but it was so good it, it, there were more people there by the time i left so that's awesome. Yeah. And then I drove home. And both times, I should point out, well, going there, driving there, I didn't hit any traffic in Connecticut. I didn't hit traffic until I hit New York. <laughs> and then that's um, crazy because Connecticut's usually brutal. Yeah. And then um, coming home, I hit no traffic at all. I left on um, Monday, like um, late morning on Monday. I hit like zero traffic. Like I was driving out of New York. I, that was where I would expect to hit some traffic. But, um, then the, the next thing I know, I see um, exit seven, exit eight, and the numbers are going up. I'm like, wait a second, am I in Connecticut already? <laughs> kind of like zoned out. Next thing I knew, it was like in Connecticut. So drove straight up all the way home. Again, it was raining the whole entire time. <laughs> Beginning to end. But you know, the, the rain actually, it didn't bother me when we were running. It actually felt good. It was like a perfect temperature. Well, I again, I think running in the rain is not so bad. Yeah, yeah. All you do is just like dress for it, and yeah, it just like felt so good. If you know, if it feels better than um running in the heat, the sun beating on you. So, <laughs> and then, yeah, and that was it. That's awesome. This year's Tunnel to Towers. I don't know if I'm I love anything it. Out. Yeah. So yeah, again, it sucked that it you know that was raining the whole time. I would have liked to, you know going to like Times Square or something, uh, you know, done some more, going to more places, but 
it was just so crappy and then i feel i always feel awful when it's raining out anyway i get these nasty headaches oh yeah so um yeah so i was all worn out anyway yep so i really love this i'll be doing this every year then yeah i'm I'm not gonna promise but i'm 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 gonna say i'm 75 percent sure i'm doing it next year as long as i don't have some crazy new certification that i jump into but i my movnat level two is my big one right now then Mm -hmm. i want to really just like continue practicing my movnat i mean i would love to be there's like i think nine women in the world who've who've completed level three and um one of them i think is in her 50s which makes me happy because i'm 45 because one of the girls is i'm like yeah i if i was in my 30s still i'd be freaking crushing it but i'm you know you get nervous i never used to be as nervous as i am about like it's interesting because on the soccer field i'm not nervous about falling and i'm going 100 miles an hour but in a controlled environment i'm more nervous about falling which makes no sense it's like here you have to do this it's like when when there's no like and it's a natural movement, but I don't feel natural when I'm told like, all right, go ahead and do that, run and do this and then roll. It's like, oh, but like it, I'm getting thrown through the air and for some reason I can do it. No problem. <laughs> like when it's not under my control. So, you know, that that'll be some, it is a future goal of mine to go that. There's a couple things that scare the crap out of me doing it. Actually only one. Um, but so, so far I have no other big thing i'm gonna do the their combative maybe next year but that i feel like i don't i can do uh i don't think the training like i don't know where the training is and they're all over the place so it'll probably i'd like to do something out of the state and let like, go somewhere to do it just to be on like a little trip okay we're back we just had some technical difficulties <laughs> uh but there's like uh one more um segment i'd like to introduce to the show i've um, mentioned this organization before it's on 22 too many and what is is um the 22 is the number of um military veterans that um die by suicide each day not year not month but each day that we're losing somebody and um this organization like brings attention to it and um Usually, you um, honor them through um, like athletic events. You, you can print out um, a picture of a veteran that you're sponsoring for that race or whatever event you're doing, and then um, get attention to it. But I, I, you know, thought thought of it, and um, I think it would be cool to do that for this podcast not just for races but i want to like because there's so many yeah <laughs> so, um, unfortunately so um i figured each episode will like close out honoring a veteran and their family so we'll start that today perfect <laughs> all right so um so the so i guess we could like uh dedicate this song you know these episodes to each veteran so (laughs) you do that so this veteran um today is aaron weaver sergeant first class he was born uh october 3rd 1983 oh i was not even planning that that, um this week so from october 3rd 1983 so he he passed away on august 2nd 2020 oof and he was in the second airborne division and um i'll read his bio from the site 
and some sergeant first class Aaron James Weaver came to the world on October 3rd, 1983. After a courageous and long battle with depression, Aaron James left this world on August 2nd, 2020. Man. Aaron enlisted in the military after September 11th, 2001, directly after the after his high school graduation. And he, he joined the army full-time and continued his career there. He was a member of the 82nd Airborne Division, his de deployments include Iraq from November 2005 to November 2007, and Iraq again from April 2008 to May 2009, uh, Korea July 2014 to July 2015, and he returned back to, to Iraq again from April 2017 to December 2017. Yes, he was in for a long time. Yeah. Um. Aaron served the following bases, Fort Sill, Camp Atterbury, Camp Casey South in South Korea, um, Joint Base Lewis McCord and Fort Bragg. AJ's military awards are many and they include the Combat Action Badge, three Meritorious Service Medals, three Army Commendation Medals, and completed Air Assault School. Wow. Um, his fellow unit members would tell you that he was one of the kindest men you would meet. He would speak his mind, but judging the people, he did not. He enjoyed playing jokes on his aunt. He was a good recipient of gentle jabs from them. Um, he's remembered by his big smile, greater than life hug. His sisters would tell you he always made them feel protected. He may not have let his sisters know it, but he always had their backs and would protect them. He often went along with his sister's request, even if that meant they got him to dress up and put makeup on him. Although he <laughs> never would admit this, he was a sweet soul. Aaron was a member of the United States Military Veterans Bike Club, which is awesome, by the way. But the members of this club meant the world to Aaron. He enjoyed his times with them, and he was very thankful of the support they provided to him during his time of need. They are a brotherhood and are his extended family. Aaron James will be missed by so many. So um, that was awesome. And, yeah, and then in lieu of flowers, please send donations to Military Vets Motorcycle Club. And it's PO Box four eight one seven one, Cumberland, North Carolina, two eight three three one. I'll put that in the show notes. Okay. Yeah, those um military motorcycle clubs are awesome. I love them. So. Sounds good, Paul. Yeah, it was Aaron Weaver. So, yep, condolences to his family. I'll uh, look up some too for some of the other podcasts. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'll give uh, my coupon code for Soul Friend too. It's capital S O U L 20 at soulfriendyoga.com if anyone wants to shop. And uh, partial proceeds to that. Uh, from that, from our products being sold, go to support our mission to to give um, free yoga programs and fitness programs to at-risk communities, and also uh, for animal shelters, local animal shelters. Although I'm sending a mat to North Carolina for her. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, you can reach me at Adriana at SoulFriendYoga.com. And I think you have a book out. I do. Uh, <laughs> fitness to Freedom on Amazon. 
just put in fitness to freedom, Adriana Ferns, it'll pop up. I would love for you to buy it. Um, and yes, the launch party is October 21st. It's a Saturday at 5 PM at La Pinata upstairs. So if you're going to come just hit us up so I can throw you on the RSVP list. Awesome. Yep. yep. I'll be there. Yes, you will. <laughs> And then um, oh, I should also point out the um, the website, the Tunnel to Towers website, if you'd like to donate, they actually have an option. You can do like $11 a month, which is pretty cool. That's like not bad at all. And the website is t2t.org. That's T, the letter T, and the number two, and the letter T.org. Okay. And um, also, if you want to check out the 22 Too Many, it's um, 22 and then to many.org to check that out and you can find me on the socials the roadrunner it's r-h-o-d-e on um, instagram and facebook threads i should try to get more active on that so i'm kind of like phasing out twitter or x whatever the fuck that is so <laughs> nice uh, <laughs> and then uh, yep and then the website is um journey of the roadrunner.com and the, you can email us at the roadrunner one it's r-h-o-d-e and it's the number one at gmail.com if you'd like us to cover any um topics or anything a comment suggestions we'd love to hear from you and that's it for now so until next time we'll see you all out on the road bye and remember be excellent to each other and party on dudes (laughs) 